Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, and I'm a content creator going by the handle Cheap Lazy Vegan. And I also own a vegan cafe by the same name as the podcast, which is Savage Cafe. And I'm Daniel, also a vegan and one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends currently living in different countries, and we'll be giving our savage take on all things life, veganism, and the latest trending topics. So basically, whatever comes to our minds, because we love to talk. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Well, hello there. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode, a live, not live, but live, kind of a live episode of the savage podcast, an in-person episode of the savage podcast, guys. We are here. It took us a while to get here. I mean, we, took- <laughs> we, we had some serious technical issues just now. Oh, my God. We had to figure out how to record this, you know, in person. Yeah. So I apologize in advance if the sound is wonky. Yeah. We tried. We're still figuring it out, but this can be like probably the new format of oh, the podcast. Damn, we'd be in person. This is weird. It's so weird. Usually I'm, I'm used to hearing Daniel in my in my ear. Yeah. <laughs> no, me as well, because I always have my headphones yeah. and like. So it feels weird to hear mm-hmm. this like live voice you know Damn, but it's nice well daniel's back officially back he is out of quarantine Mm -hmm. we are here we are in good old calgary we are yes (laughs) i survived the texas of canada the texas oh god damn well you know daniel what do we got here on this table next to me we got some wine oh god damn guys we had to celebrate you you know It was. It, it, it had to happen. It had to happen. We promised you we're going to do a drunk episode in Cheers. person. Cheers, yep. guys. <laughs> mm. I mean, not going to lie, we did meet up for drinks already and got drunk together. True. Yeah, that's very true. Mm-hmm. It was a nice, it was a very nice evening, you know, yes. just went for a nice little walk around. Oh my God, you guys. Okay, well, first of all, we probably will have a different setting, like di- different background. Yeah, yeah. We're sitting in my living room. This is my roommate's like work desk. Mm-hmm. Just bear with us, okay? Yeah. It's like you're sitting in the living room with us. We wanted mm. you to have this experience. You're experiencing, this is like what we would mm-hmm. do on like a Friday night, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Goddamn yeah. me sitting like this, like yeah. a lady. You know what I'm <laughs> like saying? A lady, like a lady. Like spread eagle. <laughs> Goddamn. It's all about the comfort. Mm, you know what I'm true. saying? Anyways. This is very true. Uh, w- well, you know, we don't have a topic. This is, yeah, we were going <laughs> to do, we were, what we were going to do is happy like, hour. Yeah. Happy hour. Have like a little life update as to what's going on in our lives. Well, um, you know, actually recently I was listening to our, I think it was, it's our most recent, like our previous podcast, which is the Japanese, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. the Japan dating one. Yeah. And God damn, we'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was walking and listening. Cause I like to listen to yeah. that. I try to listen to the episodes before they go live, mm-hmm. but I don't always get a chance to, but I was listening to it and I was like just dying laughing. I know. Well, I mean, cause that, that episode is obviously going to come out before this one. So you guys will yeah. see that, but like, I mean, it, maybe I'm the only one that finds me funny. Yeah. Well, I think, I think other people find us funny too. Sometimes. Have, are we funny? Yeah. Maybe, maybe leave it in the comment section. Oh God. Like, Dad, don't leave, don't leave some nasty I comments. I know they're going to be like, you guys are so <laughs> annoying. Like what is your deal? Oh my um, God. Seriously. But yeah, that uh, honestly, that Japanese, the the episode we did on Japan was like. Well, you know, I I was thinking, I'm like, God damn, is this our future? Mm. You know, because Japan, you know, Japan, maybe they might be ahead of our times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, this is the thing. I think a lot of what's happening mm-hmm. in Japan, because they are so like technologically advanced mm-hmm. and like, you know, um, a lot of because they say a lot of people even now are moving from more rural places into the cities, but that kind of already has happened so much in Japan, right? Like most of the population lives in like the big cities, I think. And so it's kind of like, this is the direction that we're going. So, and also with, with technology, they're saying like, you know, like the younger generation, I feel like, they're not that bad, but they're getting worse at communicating in person. Mm -hmm. So remember, because we talked about it as well, because like we talked about how, you know, for example, if you're in a room and you have a bunch of people sitting there, yeah, the younger the people are, the more likely they're going to be just like on, on their, their phones. phones. Exactly. So this is the thing. It's God like damn. And even with our friends, sometimes like, do you notice like if you're in a big group or something, sometimes depending on the friends, yeah, there's sometimes times when like, it feels like everyone's just on their phone. That's so true. And you're just like, and I hate that. So I like make my friends like put down their phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, guys, no more phone. Exactly. Put it away. Put it yeah. away. Well, I did the same thing. Like me and my family will go out for dinner or something and like, 
yeah, if my, anyone like my little, well, it's usually my little brother. If he's on his phone, I'll be like, get off your phone Listen, now. He's younger. See, yeah. it's like a new thing. God damn, this be a problem. It's be sad because and it does remove that like in some ways, obviously like not completely, but it's like removing that like human level of interaction because yeah. you're interacting with like a screen or not a screen, but like a, and you're not actually living like you're not actually living in that moment because mm-hmm. you're just living through your screen. Yeah. And exactly. you're just instead of actually having the in-person interaction. God damn. God damn. You'd be talking to some screen. I know this is well. we talking to a screen right now. Um, <laughs> we're talking to this screen. I ain't true. talking to a screen over here. That's true. You're talking to you're talking to all this, you know. This Guys, thing. I had a couple beers already, yeah. you know. Gosh, well, Rose has sobered up a little bit, you know. I, I made her drink some water, and you <laughs> we know, we had some pizza. Yeah, we ordered some uh, vegan pizza. Oh, the vegan pizzas from Panago are so good. So good. Yeah, I think it's a Canadian thing. I don't think they can get it in the U.S. Oh, really? Is Panago not a U.S. company? Yeah, but they might not have the plant-based pizza. Uh, Actually, I don't, I'm not okay. sure. Maybe they do. I don't know. I don't know. But it's amazing because, like, you just think about, I don't know if this is another side note, but, like, even in the last couple of years, how much, and I'm not saying, like, you need to, we should get takeaway a lot, but, like, how it's changed that we can do it now. Do you know I what know, I mean? I know, but now we're going to be fat because of this. Dang. You know, because I feel like before it was actually, you know, people are always like, oh, you know, did you lose weight when you went vegan? Because, like, people think it's, like, a yeah, yeah, weight yeah. loss thing, right? Yeah. But then... I think actually it did help before that I was vegan. So for example, like when I first went vegan, because you're just kind of not forced to, but because you're already deciding to not, you know, have like the, you know, the office cake, for example, when you're working in an office, you know, you're not, you're not going to eat the cake. Are you okay, Daniel? Do you need help? Do you need help being comfortable? No, I just wanted to get myself situated. Anyways. So, you know, when you're like at the office and everyone's having cake and you know, for a fact that it's not vegan, so you're not going to eat it. And like, I don't know. I don't get like tempted because I know it's not vegan. Exactly. but now, and and when you were to eat out or whatever, most of the options are pretty healthy because yeah. that's kind of what were the vegan options because True. that's kind of like what people think is vegan food. Even in the beginning, like I feel like like in London, when I was there, even when we first, well, when I first went vegan and I was living with you, we're, there was starting, it was like starting to get more options for us, but it wasn't quite there yet. So I do remember that the first, the first while, especially like the office stuff, cause there's always snacks in the office and candies and all of this stuff. And you, yeah, you just don't have that stuff anymore. So it is kind of like, Oh, you're like, you know, losing weight or whatever else. But then now like as time is going forward, I mean, I'm, compl- I'm not complaining. We're gonna be fat. Like, yeah. We're going to be fat. Just God like damn. the rest of society. Exactly. You we know can, what we I'm can get pizzas now. And that's what I'm saying. Isn't there like a Chinese food place as well? That does like, Oh yes. And it's very good. Is it? See, that's the problem now because I mean, I'm, com- <laughs> this is the problem. <laughs> oh, God, Human oh, beings, God, oh, we will God. complain no matter what. Right. Exactly. I complain when there's no junk food and then I complain when there's junk food. The grass is always greener on the other side, <laughs> Rose, you know, <laughs> I'm going, I'm going to complain again <laughs> because now seriously, it's everything is junk food. Yeah. And in some ways it was kind, again, grass is always greener. It was, it was nice that, you know, I could almost, you know, have a healthy diet without trying almost. Exactly. Yeah. It just kind of happened naturally because you were like, oh, well, you know, I can't have the cake Mm -hmm. in the office. I can't do this and whatever else. And actually I remember when my office that when I was working in London, um, (laughs) one of my coworkers, they were like, oh, we found this really great like coffee shop and they did this, these amazing coffees. For whatever reason, a really good coffee shops happened to be in bike shops as well. It was like a thing. I don't <laughs> know what it was. It's like a thing in London where yeah. it's like a very hipstery thing where yeah. they have like a bike shop and then mm. like in the bike shop, there's like a, the hippest, yeah. you know, coffee shop. So I remember they, they came back and I remember they, one of the, one person came back and they were like, oh my God, Daniel, they have a vegan chocolate avocado cake or something. Oh God. And it was so good. And I was, remember being and like, you ate it every day, pretty, not every day, but I was like, I would get it quite a bit. And I was like, I wish that I did not know about this because right. now I'm like always, and because it was so creamy and so good yeah, and you got you guys control God, your say you know i can't control myself okay <laughs> i'm very much like a no i'm I, like i have a healthy appetite already so i'm never like not eating that much but i also i'm so bad at like munching so like if the, if i if there's things for me to eat right then i just keep eating and i have like no um stop yeah me too i'm so I'm bad the same. yeah it was like <laughs> i was telling rose while i was in quarantine so i had to quarantine <laughs> For 14 <laughs> days while I was here, right? Oh, my God. And I ate so much food, first I'm of gonna, all. I'm going to read the list. Oh, God. Can I read the list? Okay. It's, it's <laughs> Daniel, embarrassing. Daniel's so funny. So he came out of his quarantine, and then he sent me the list of food that he ate. I don't mm. even know how you had this list to begin with. Well, it's because, okay, the reason why I knew exactly what I ate is because my parents, they were, like, so cute. So they went and got a bunch of groceries, and they, like, filled up... 
because we have like a separate basement kind of suite with its own kitchen and stuff. So they like stock the kitchen for me because they knew I was going to be down there for 14 days. So on arrival, I kind of like had an idea of what was there because there was like an inventory. And because I never was getting more stuff, I wasn't going out grocery shopping or anything. I just kept seeing the food go down and down. And then towards the end, I was like, oh my God. Like I almost, for example, I almost had in two weeks a kilogram of peanut butter. Well, let me, <laughs> guys, let me read you. Daniel, for those of you watching on, I, can't, I don't know, if, is there anything inappropriate? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the list of products that Daniel sent. Mm-hmm. So let me just read you what he sent me. Oh I don't even, first of all, did not ask for this list. <laughs> Daniel just voluntarily provided this list. No, you were of, like, you did say, what did you eat? What did? Oh, I it. did say, what did you eat? But I was not expecting an entire food diary. But She didn't expect the full week, but a day by day. it was very great at the same time. So let me read you. He said, almost one kilogram tub of peanut butter. Oh, God. Two loaves of bread. 18 wraps. <laughs> so bad. A&W Beyond Meal two times. Yep. Medium Panago pizza. Yep. Two ready meal Thai curries. <laughs> Thai chicken. This is like vegan chicken, obviously. Yeah. One liter orange juice and apple juice. I assuming that's one liter each. Yep. Okay. Nearly three, <laughs> three times 1.89 liters of almond milk. So almost six liters of almond milk. Yep. Two tubs of hummus. Yep. Probably five smoothies, yep. pasta dish, three more homemade curries. Yep. One tub peanut butter chocolate ice cream. Yep. Three avocados, six bananas, two bottles of wine, 500 millil- milliliters of tomato juice, mm-hmm. loads of nuts, one bag of chips, uh, one big bag of chips. Yeah, big one. Three soya lattes, countless coffees, and I bet you you're missing a lot that you I don't probably even realize. Am. But, okay, <laughs> but there was a point to this. So... We were talking about how we were getting like takeaway and stuff now. So during my 14 day quarantine, yeah. you know, and I, I feel like any time that you're in quarantine and I feel like everyone kind of across the world has experienced this, you go through like a mix of emotions. And I was having yes. like a day where I was just like, you know what? I'm not really feeling the best about this quarantine situation. So I ordered myself a Panago pizza medium and I ordered it for lunch. And I said to myself, I was like, you know what? I'm only going to have, well, I didn't say I'm only going to, I started eating and I had a few pieces already started to feel a bit full. And I was like, Oh great. I can have some of this pizza for dinner. I can have maybe some for tomorrow for lunch. You know, there's just so much pizza here. And as I'm sitting and watching TV, I continue to eat the pizza and continue to eat the pizza. And then there was like two pieces left and I actually felt sick at this point. And I was like, okay, I shouldn't have any more of this pizza. You know, I'm, I'm, but but I ate the last two pieces. Oh shit. I know. It's fine. We all have those moments. Uh. It's okay. We have those moments. The whole point is that we just Mm. move forward. True. Yes. I think a part of it too, why I, well not why I was getting down, like just like being in lockdown. And then also I, I already talked about this in the last podcast. I ranted about, Oh God, are you going to rant about how you don't have a job? No, I won't rant about that, but that's another (laughs) situation. But anyway, I'm going to fucking kill you if you rant about that again. You're sick of hearing about that. Uh Um, No, but I was like also on, on the uh, dating apps because I was like, I need to line some stuff up. And I was like getting fucking depressed on these dating apps. Not depressed, but like just more frustrated. And it's like, you know what? Calgary's a big city, you know? And Eh. well, (laughs) eh. but I mean, there's people here. And I was just like, everyone was being so lame on these apps and not messaging back. And I was just like, oh God, is this going to be my, is this going to be the reality of what my life has become? Daniel, at the end of the day, you just need one. That's true. You just got to catch one. That's so optimistic of you, I am. I'm being optimistic. Here's the thing. You just got to... First of all, it is it's going to be a numbers game at first. You got yeah. you got to, uh, uh, but at the same time, currently the jam not, theory. I know, but currently I'm not good doing good in the numbers game either because I can't even, <laughs> I can't even catch one. Don't know what's well, wrong you know with what? me. It's it's not you. It's definitely not you. We all know it's not Daniel. Mm-hmm. Right, guys. <laughs> Tell him, guys. Tell him. <laughs> no, but again, you've been back for two weeks. Yeah. And you're just out of quarantine. It hasn't even, has it been a week now since you've been out of quarantine? No. Almost a week. Almost a week. So. Uh, He's already gotten drunk three times. Oh my God. (laughs) This is a, okay. This is a write off week though, because it's like my, like, I'm out of quarantine. I'm seeing everyone. Also you're out of control. No, I mean, God, I'm not. Okay. I wasn't that drunk every single time. Mm, Daniel's a bit out of control. And how was it three times? what What happened that time when you were. You had to go paint your parents' house. Oh, God. 
want to tell that story, Daniel. So my parents decided because I'm home right now, um, they wanted to do, they wanted to like paint the outside of their house. They wanted like, to exploit your free labor. Exactly. They're like, <laughs> We're, we, we wanted to work on this project. You're home. You're out. And then they planned it perfectly. They're like, you'll be out of quarantine at this week. So you can come upstairs and we're going to paint the home. Well, Daniel, you'll be living in their basement free of charge. This is true, so you yeah. better do the work. No, exactly. Exactly. What ain't, ain't nothing like a free lunch. You exactly. know, <laughs> ain't no, ain't no free ain't no rides free in, this, in this world, you know? Um, Rose is going to come up with the terms and conditions of the uh, pizza that we just had later. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me write up the contract. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I already ate it. I can't do anything now. <laughs> you know, I'm committed. I'll pay for that pizza, Daniels. You got to pay for something later. You know, I have commitment issues. <laughs> um, um, but they were just like, they so they, anyway, they decided to paint their house. And so my dad's like, okay, I know you're going to be busy catching up with friends and, and doing whatever else, but let's set aside some time. And I was like, yep, let's do it. He's like, okay, so Thursday and um, Friday from nine in the morning to like three, we're going to paint the house together. And I said, perfect. So then on the Wednesday, I met up with one of my friends, got a little bit, ended up at this like little pub and local pub. a local pub. In, and in some tiny neighborhood, was it? It wasn't that tiny. Or some like, you know, it's suburban sub- neighborhood. Yeah. Suburban neighborhood and just ended up having one too many. Cause you know, as you catch up with friends, you haven't seen for a while. You Daniel always has one too many. God damn. And then people think I'm an alcoholic. Um, Again, Daniel, what do I always say? It's not an opinion. It's a fact. It's a fact. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, anyway, got out of control and not out of control, just like really <laughs> drunk. And then I stayed at my friend's house cause they were living in the, the far, like far, not far South, but like pretty far South. And c- called my parents in the morning, my dad at like 10 and was like, Hey dad, can you come pick me up? And I was supposed to start. <laughs> like a 17 year old I know. Boy. And he was like, he was like, we were supposed to start the painting an hour oh, ago. No. But anyway, I worked really hard the last couple of days. So I made good, up for it. Yeah. Good. I was like, like today I was like slaving. I was like covered in paint earlier. Well, and Daniel, like, again, you got to pay your dues. This is it. You know, you they're know letting me, they're letting me stay there for free. So <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get my, get my shit together. Oh God. Mm. So, are we going to line up some dates for Daniel? Oh, yeah, we are. This is what's going to happen. <laughs> this is the plan, okay? I wanted to, but at the same time, I'm like... Okay, I think you should focus on getting a job. Yeah, that's the number one. Okay. Yeah. And then you can focus on finding a place. Yeah. Living near me. Downtown. God damn. We might even be neighbors, guys. We I were, want I want Daniel to live, like, either in this building mm-hmm. or the building next door, yeah. basically. We were saying, like, one of the, the things is, like, a lot of the, like, condos in Calgary, they have, like amenities right and each building has like slightly different some of them have the similar but you know and we're like we should get friends in as many of these condo buildings yes. so we can utilize all of the facilities and this one downtown has like a rooftop swimming pool that, yes. like it's on the fifth floor or something um and it looks so nice and so i yeah. want daniel to move there basically yeah so we'll see we'll see what mm-hmm. happens you know maybe maybe this will be an update for the podcast lighter oh god damn you don't want to tell people where you live no oh, that's true god Damn. You want you want these people to come stalk you? No one would do that. <laughs> I'm not special enough, you know? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get one guy to, to, to meet me from <laughs> Tinder, okay? Let alone stalk me from the internet, okay? Oh, I'm God. I'm not concerned, okay? <laughs> oh, you know what? We need to continue from last time's conversation. What was this? The Argentina... Not Argentina. Yeah, Argentina romance. Oh, the situations that happened. And how it's like literally opposite of Japan. Yeah. <laughs> It's it, we could, yeah. Should we go into that? Yeah, let's go into that. Why Do you remember the details? Oh, God damn, I have some notes in your phone. No, on my computer. On your <laughs> <laughs> no, but like basically, yeah, let's see. Shall I, I pull, mean, we I don't have to talk about it now. We can okay. talk about it next time. Oh, God damn, I think we should save that trinket for. Well, minute. basically, the 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 short version is that in Argentina, specifically Buenos Aires. <laughs> oh. I love the way Rose says that. Uh, it's uh, Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. How do how do I say it in a Spanish accent? I don't actually know. Buenos like, Aires. I think that sounds really Ooh, good. Okay. You know? Anyway, so in Buenos Aires, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. It's giving me chills. Oh, people are uh, horny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be crazy as hell. But mm. uh, but one of the things like we were well, I feel like we can't we shouldn't go into it right now because I want to have my notes up okay. and go fully. Okay. But one of the well, things I didn't is, like, realize you're such a diligent student. So far, you haven't been doing your a good job. But okay, me, I had so many notes on Japan. Mm. I had notes <laughs> coming. I had notes coming out my yin yang. And Rose Rose was questioning my notes I as was. well. This is the I best was part. Like, Are you sure that's Japan? No, that's not that's not Japan. I remember this was the Middle East. No, Rose. I literally just listened to it yesterday. <laughs> this section. No, Daniel. Guys, the thing is, that's I not right. <laughs> Definitely, that's not right. <laughs> I'm such a bitch. I was like, oh God, like seriously. I do this to all my friends. I'm always like, are you sure? Mm. (laughs) Are you sure about that? Like Angel's cooking. I'm like, 
are you sure you know what you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> Same with Daniel. Every time Daniel goes, oh, Daniel, God. are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, oh God, what is wrong with me? You question everything, Rose. <laughs> In some ways, it's good to like question it, but in other ways, it's like, okay, come on, seriously, like, <laughs> please have some have some faith, trust in me. Oh God, I'm just a bitch. You know, trust. Anyway, trust so yeah, um, Argentina. I guess we're gonna talk about that next time. That will be for the next episode. It will be a a little episode. Have you been to Argentina? I haven't yet. No. Should we go to Argentina? I want to go. God damn. Should we book a trip? <laughs> when the COVID. Did I, did I tell you? Um, did I tell this podcast what my dad says about Argentina? I think you have, but I think it was on a much l- earlier earlier episode. Oh, so I uh, think maybe it was on um, a Patreon exclusive. Oh, it might have been. Oh shit! Should I tell this story? I think you should. I think you should because it's a good story, and it's uh, actually it's part of the reason why me and Rose want to go to Argentina. <laughs> so my dad's a bit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just like um, he's pretty funny. Yeah, and he so my parents so traditionally right Korean mm. parents are very conservative yeah and a lot of times korean kids have a problem like korean immigrants so like kids of korean immigrants yeah have this issue where their parents don't want them dating outside of koreans yeah yeah, yeah. so they don't want their kids to you know date outside of the pure yeah. korean which race. which to be honest yeah. in korea that's fine like you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. because in korea you're gonna have so many korean options you know what i mean like there's not <laughs> yeah. it actually would be harder for you to probably date somebody that's not i know there's expats there and yeah, stuff yeah. as well there's not that many but uh, this is why i do think it's interesting because like, I, it's not just korea though it's a lot of international parents that like yeah. come to canada or oh, God damn. i just be, i just feel like it's like more cozy you know having okay, a little continue I'm like, God damn, I need to get why do you keep putting your wine down? God damn, just keep holding it. Well, just don't spill it. Scared, you know, honestly. For those of you that don't know, we're drinking wine. Do we say that already? Yeah, we do. Okay, continue. Do. Rose is, Rose is already drinking. drunk. I'll be drinking. Um, no, but um, it's, it's, it's a really interesting one because like a lot of my friends that are from different backgrounds, they've had this where their parents wanted them to date like, you know, like a Korean or whatever else. Who like Right. Yeah, it's not just Koreans. It's a, it's a lot of yeah, different cultures. Because one of my friends was from, um, I think it's India. Yeah, yeah. Indians are yeah. very big on that too. Yeah. And it's interesting because it's like, okay, if we were growing up in those countries, it does make sense. Like mm-hmm. it makes a bit more sense for your parents to be like in Korea because there's not going to be that many other options other than Koreans. Right. right. Um, but when you move to another country, like such as Canada or the U S it's like, actually there is other Koreans here, but the population here is not yeah. anywhere like it would be in Korea, mm-hmm, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it means you're like giving your children limited options. Yeah. There's you know? only three flavors of jam. Exactly. You can't, you can't <laughs> deal with that, you know? And like, and the thing is you're also not just not giving people it's not just about, you know, the dating pool yeah. or how many people there are, but also the fact that your kids are growing up in a society that isn't Korea. Exactly. So you can't expect them to have this preference of Korean culture when exactly. they're not growing up in that Korean culture. Exactly. So they grow up with like, you know, a mixture of uh, obviously some Korean culture from their household. Yeah. But also they go to school and meet other people of different cultures. Yeah. And they experience and they meet people of all types of races and who knows what they might fall for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the problem is, yeah, a lot of Korean parents and Korea is very guilty of this. I know mm. Korea is not the only culture. Yeah. But I know Koreans are very heavily like obsessed with this. Yeah. About like, oh, you must, you know, marry a Korean. Mm. And some parents will, you know, eventually accept that their kids won't. Yeah. And some parents Don't. just will never accept it. Almost like yeah. disown their kids. It's crazy. So I'm lucky in a sense that my parents are very open minded mm. and they're quite liberal. Yeah. Um, for especially for being Korean parents. And I think that's partially why they moved. That's mm. another thing, though. I It surprises me that people... The people that m- decide to move, like immigrate to a different country, yeah. still have that mindset. No, this is the thing too. That's it's what's like shocking. You're moving away from your country for for several multiple reasons. There right. Could be multiple reasons why they want to, but you're moving to another country, mm-hmm. and I don't I, I don't think there's anything wrong, and I think it's actually quite nice if they want to hold on to some of the stuff that oh, you was should absolutely like the the food and certain yeah. customs and everything else, but like to expect your children to you know basically act as if they grew up in Korea. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. So they like, want the benefits of living in a Western society without actually yeah. living in a Western society. Exactly. With, <laughs> like with they want to live here and have the benefits of living in a Western society, yeah. but they don't want, but they still want to keep their Korean like race going. Yeah. I don't know. It's a it's, very strange thing. Yeah. I'm trying to understand it. I think mm. in some ways I, I get the sentiment. For example, yeah. a lot of Korean parents, they don't 
speak English, mm. okay, for example. So they don't yeah. know how to communicate That's true. with their in-laws. And mm. Korean people and other Asian cultures are very big on, like, the in-laws and everyone being, like, a family. So they're very, like, invested in the in-laws, which is kind of messed up already. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but, like, that can be very stressful as yeah, well, right? Yeah, yeah, so it's no, not definitely. like Western culture where it's, like, a lot... A, a lot of it is very independent. Mm-hmm. So if you're married, you don't ha- necessarily have to, I don't know, worry that much about your in-laws. I feel like there is, of course, going to yeah. be overlap. Yeah. But in Korea, like everyone's in everyone's business, basically. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways. They be doing their kimchi parties together and everything, right? <laughs> exactly. The whole family gets together, makes uh-huh. up with some kimchi. So everyone has to get along. Everything has to be perfect. But yeah. let's be honest. It's never going to be perfect. Not everyone's going to ever get along. Yeah. But they're like, you know, there's going to be a communication gap, right? Mm. And so I could see that part would yeah. be a challenge. Definitely. I get it, but at the same time, it's your kids and they can do the, whatever they want. Yeah. So they should be allowed to date and marry whoever they want. Mm. But a lot of Korean parents um, are not open-minded in that sense. Yeah. Anyway, so my parents are not like that. Yeah. So so <laughs> what exactly was your so was your dad, dad, dad saying? My parents are almost like extreme on the other end <laughs> yeah. where they're just like, you know, maybe you shouldn't. Okay, maybe I shouldn't say this. Like maybe you yeah. shouldn't marry a Korean man or something <laughs> like that. But well, no, the thing is, the thing is, I don't know, like uh, uh, the way that I look at this, like this right. situation, obviously my, my situation is very <laughs> different in many ways. Yeah. Um, but also for me, I would be like, I don't care what right. race or who, whatever. Yes. It's just like if I'm with that person or like I get along. Yeah. So if it's, if you meet an amazing Korean guy, I'm sure obviously your parents of would be course. happy. Yeah. Of course. But they're, yeah. Yeah. So what they mean by, I'm not saying that they're like anti-korean yeah yeah, yeah. Okay? No, you know, but no. they see problems within korean society right so there are obviously problems within korean society yeah. and within like we discussed in the last episode about japanese culture and how it's similar in that it's like a very traditional culture yeah. so a lot of men japanese men have this traditional mindset and that's yeah. the same in korea so yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of korean men because they've always been held up as like this it's like extremely patriarchal society mm. where men have always been held up as you know like the very bi- high up. Yeah, basically. they're like the gods. They're the right. breadwinners. The the exactly the the the, the, the women that they, when they get married they oh like basically own the women. They're like the cleaners. Yeah, I mean maybe not in that in that extreme yeah, sense, yeah, yeah. but yeah, like it's 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 more subtle, but mm. it def- definitely is there. Yeah. So I think the patriarchy is there still. Mm. So I think that a lot of this is generalization. So a lot of Korean men happen to hold a lot of those, maybe values. still those values. Yeah. Right. And they're still maybe, you know, maybe coddled in their yeah. family. Like who, who knows? So that's what they mean. Of course, yeah. if I meet a Korean man that is, you know, perfect for me and like everything's perfect, yeah, yeah. they're going to be fine with that. It's not that they have a problem with Korean men. It's yeah. that generally the culture, it's going to be harder for me to like, mm. and I don't think that I would necessarily get along with a Korean man. That's traditionally from Korea. No, no true, true, true. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> wow this is a long-winded conversation okay what was i saying okay so then my yeah. dad <laughs> this is like a few years ago he's yeah, like yeah. you know you know i heard that in order to you know have i guess like the best genes for your you know offspring yeah <laughs> to have the basically the, the the idea the concept is about diversification yes right and it's about like you know they say for example like and i'm just this ties in exactly with like Rose's story, but like, for example, quite often like scientists and stuff will get really, really concerned when a species, a, a number of the, uh, bleh, when, a, when a species <laughs> of animals gets to a certain number, there's not enough genetic diversity. And what that means is every single thing or every single species or animal within that species gets too genetically s- similar whereby, and we're seeing this actually, a perfect example is the coronavirus, is when a virus comes through, if everybody is very similar genetically, it could wipe out a lot of people very, very quickly. And there's not going to be people that might have a genetic oh. disposition against it. Yeah. So it's the same for is animals. That why, yeah. Is that why like genetic diversity is very important? It's so important. So for example, and it, it has to do with defects as well. So right. if everyone's too similar, um, there'll be birth defects. There'll be species that like, and that's why like some species, um, animals when you interbreed them too much they like and you see this with dogs especially dogs yeah. oh my god so th- the bread dog the oh my god this the wine pu- oh my god <laughs> daniel wine. the purebred dogs the purebred dogs have a lot of problems exactly health because, problems be- and the reason being is because there's not enough genetic diversity within that species they bred for a certain trait and they keep oh, breeding it's so messed up yeah and guys that- by the way do not buy mm. first of all don't buy dogs in the first place mm. second of all do not buy specifically purebred dogs especially pure like english bulldogs mm. or are they english bulldogs is that what i'm saying like those dogs that are do you know about like the bulldogs situation? no i don't know about the bulldogs so the bulldogs are the prime example of dogs that have been bred 
when they should not be bred okay. because they have so many health problems yeah and they because they are bred for specific traits that are actually yeah. really bad for them yeah so they don't benefit but yeah. because p- humans like this certain look mm. and apparently you get like a certificate if they're like purebred like bulldogs or something uh, like that okay, okay, okay. and yeah, it's yeah. really messed up like yeah. i saw a documentary about it and it's like so messed up mm. but it's a lot of, it's it's not just bulldogs so it's a lot of purebred absolutely. dogs absolutely because again this all comes from genetic diversity like this is the this yeah. is the, this is the key that's why yeah mixed dogs are healthier exactly and, and this is the humans. thing this is the thing <laughs> so anyway so, yeah so yeah so anyway that's <laughs> so side like, note yeah, yeah. So my dad was like, you know, it's good to have, you know, genetic diversity. He didn't say it in those words, yeah. but basically he like made, okay. I mean, he kind of made this up, but also like, I get his point. Yeah. He basically said, apparently you have to, you know, pro procreate. You have, you know, you have to be with somebody yeah. that's on the opposite side of the globe to you. Yeah. And he's, oh, since I'm genetically Korean, yeah. obviously it's different because I live in Canada, but yeah. genetically I'm Korean. Yeah. He's saying that the opposite side of the globe to Korea mm. is Argentina. Oh. And I was like, damn, I don't have a problem with no, that. No, <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. I was like, damn. And they all already look good because yeah. I think they're already quite mixed. You they know are, what yeah, I mean? I think, all I think that European colonialism. All that, so <laughs> it was like a mixing pot because yeah. this is the thing. I don't know. Like, obviously, I've never been to Argentina. I'm really excited to go, and I want to go at some point. (laughs) But, like, every single person that I've met from Argentina... Oh, they are so good-looking. I have yet to meet someone from Argentina that's, like, not even... Like, even, even, like, in the middle. It's, like, they're just so hot. Like... (laughs) I, girls, guys, everybody that I've met and from Argentina. they have that mixed look already. Uh, it's like they're from the future. Uh, <laughs> well, I told you about, well, I, d- I think this was on one of our Patreon exclusives as well. About, about the, some Argentina guy that you dated. I didn't, well. Oh, you were fooling around with. Yeah. Oh, shit. God damn. But anyway, <laughs> that's for, oh God, I can't believe I said it. This, this is wild. Oh, oh God, God damn. damn. Now we be, we be getting a little too up close and personal this over here. I think it's because we're in this setting yeah. so it feels like we're just at home well we are at your house guys you are getting a very uh intimate experience oh, with damn. us okay i'll be, you be, I be barely there. wearing any pants oh, you know and <laughs> rose be dressed very conservatively you oh, know just off the top <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my shorts are short as hell yeah but you know how you were saying about how um this is kind of like an off topic but i had a really really bad experience when i was in cambodia whereby you were talking about how like some Korean men hold this certain like traditional values and everything else about like right women in some ways like sure. they expect to have like a certain qualities in a wife right yes and it was interesting because I also think that some people they get this like um this view oh, god damn. oh thank you I'll be giving you some more wine keep talking Daniel um, but some people they have this like view of like um Asians in general like Asian women and they want like a certain an Asian woman that's like very docile and very yeah. like hey, hey and just will do everything for them and and I met this guy so I was in Cambodia and I was waiting I was actually gonna catch a bus so I was like about four or five hours so I had to catch this bus and I was in this restaurant by myself just like eating thank you oh, oh, God. Shit. <laughs> that'd be basically half the bottle yeah, rose, rose cheers Rose is trying to get me drunk. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Cambodia. Sorry, I'm not Argentinian. Oh, sorry, you're not straight. <laughs> God damn. So, so I was in, um, yeah, I was in this restaurant, and this 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 guy comes in, and actually a really really attractive guy, like good looking, tall. In Cambodia. In Cambodia, yeah. And was he, he white? He was white, yeah. Okay. So he came in, and he was like, he was like, oh hey, um, do you mind if I join you? Because there was like no one in the restaurant or whatever else. I was like, of course, like not a problem. And then he like brought this girl, this like Cambodian girl with him and also his like tuk-tuk driver or something. So they all sat and joined us at this table. And he basically, you could just tell, so he was from Canada as well. He was from Vancouver. And you could just tell that he was like feeling like he was the God because like obviously the other two were like only really talking when he like gave them time to talk. Like he was like paying paying for their time time and everything else. And then he, then he went off on me, not off on me, but he started like talking to me about how he really doesn't like Canadian girls, like because X, Y, Z. Because they're too strong or they're too... Yeah, they speak their mind. Right. And it was like such an uncomfortable situation because like that Cambodian girl was like right there and he was just like, yeah, I really want, like I'm, I'm here in Cambodia looking for a wife, blah, 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 blah. Did he say that to you? Oh my God. And he was like, I want to meet a nice Cambodian girl that will like, you know, take care of me and blah, 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 blah. And like, and then I was like, yeah, but there's lots of nice girls in Canada. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, you know... I just don't really like Canadian girls. And I was thinking, you don't want a relationship. You want like somebody that you can just right. dominate. You know what I mean? Oh. You don't want somebody that, because 
I don't know. Yeah. Like I want a partnership. Like I don't yeah. want to be with somebody that's like, you know, thinking that they are, they own me yeah. or, that, oh, or, or vice so versa. Weird. It was honestly one of the most uncomfortable experiences. And I just remember just being like, like just super, super uncomfortable. Yeah. I, was like, I just want to leave right now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he just, he kept going. He said a lot more stuff than that, but it, that was like the premise of like what he was saying. That's so messed up. Yeah. And then oh, it was just, it was, yeah. That's the thing. I feel like there are not, a, maybe not a lot, but there are some, you know, guys in the Western world that mm. think that, oh, if I go to Asia, I'll meet a nice Asian yeah. girl yeah, yeah, yeah. that will just listen to everything I say, never argue. Yeah. And I'm like, is that like, is that really what you want? Exactly. Well, and, and, and in some ways... It's like, yeah, is 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 yeah, is that what is is that what you want? You just maybe want that somebody, is what they want. You just want somebody that's just gonna say yes to everything. Yeah, not ne- not and to never fight. Never fight or anything else. And and that's the stereotype too. Like, yeah. we don't know that that's what they're gonna do. That's just just what they think that they're gonna well, exactly, do as well. Exactly. There was this um, I can't remember the TV show, but it was like I know what you is that the one with the guy with the big neck? No, 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 that's oh, okay. a different one. <laughs> what is nine, that show? Ninety Day Fiance. Oh yeah, that. Okay, I never watched it, mm. but I just kept seeing his like photo and video pop up. Yeah. And he has like this giant neck mm. and I don't want to make fun of his appearance, but oh my God. Well, the thing is, the thing that's funny is he's like, he he was on this show and I haven't actually seen the show. I just saw like a bunch of, it came up on my YouTube feed and I was like, so what is this? And I never actually watched it because I'm like, I don't want to waste them. my time. Okay. So what happened? <laughs> I wasted my time. I mean, you like to waste your time. Um, so <laughs> well, I was in quarantine. Okay. That's um, true. So basically like he was meeting this girl from the Philippines that was like 23, really. 23? I think she was like 23 or 24. Yeah. And how old is he? He was like in his fifties. Shut and he goes over there, but he was actually wasn't like, her name Rose. Rose, yeah, <laughs> Rosalie or something. Yeah, I, I just remember seeing her name, and I was like, "Why is my name popping up?" Yeah, like, what? Okay. I don't remember this. Mm-hmm. When did this happen? Um, and basically, he goes there to like the Phili- uh, Philippines. Was it? Yeah, it was the Philippines. She's from Philippines, I think. Yeah, she yeah. was Philippine, Filipino. Um, and he, yeah, it was like he was actually quite rude to her, though. He was like, for example, they like stayed in this hotel, this hotel, and he was like, "Oh, by the way." Um, you really need to like start shaving your legs. Shut up. Like they're up. like, they're like mine. And then she's like, okay, well you, you shaved your beard and I'll shave my legs. Oh like a, shit. Yeah. And then he was like, also I got you, I got you something. I got you something. I got you a present. And she's like, oh cool. He like opens it up. It was like a toothbrush and toothpaste. He's like, your breath kind of smells bad. Shut up. On national, and also it's on I mean, national television. I mean, this is probably acting. Yeah. Some of it, I think. Like, right? Maybe. Like that can't be real. But again, it's like, he's going there to meet this girl that's 23 years old to marry, to bring back to the U S or whatever. And it's like, where is the, what is the foundation of this relationship? I like, think they want to feel again. They want to feel like they are dominant in the relationship. Mm. So a lot of guys, not a lot of guys, some guys, yeah. because traditionally a man has to be, you know, the in dominant control. one yeah, and yeah. in control. And I think that again, like we discussed in the last episode, mm-hmm. uh, with the shift in society and women working, women mm-hmm. become more powerful. I think that men kind of feel like a lot of this power has been taken away. True. And the only way that they can feel like they are still in control and powerful yeah. is being in a relationship where they feel like the man. True. And in order to feel like the man, they need to go to, you know, a country where they feel like it's almost it's almost not just sexist, but also it feels like classist almost. It's like well, they it have to go to the, you know, the third world country where women are not working and, yeah. you know. But at the same time, but and there's a reason for that though too is because, I mean, not a reason, but like, you know, women that are empowered and working. Exactly. And doing, they're not going to. They're, they're not going to go for exactly. the big neck Ed or whatever his exactly, name is. Exactly. No He's, neck Ed. No ne- is that his name? It was Ed, but I, yeah. No, no neck. Ne- something like this. Yeah. But you're right because those, those women. Mm-hmm. And this again, like, you know, when you empower people and get them out of poverty and everything yeah. else, they have, you know, they don't have to. Ah, uh, you know, and there's nothing wrong with a little bit of dominance in a relationship, <laughs> you know, but just, you know, there's a time and there's a place. There's, there's a time and a place. The bedroom. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think it's, yeah, like I'm, sh- I'm not saying that a relationship has to be, you know, both people have to be the same, you know, power structure or of whatever. Of course, yeah. I think that there is something to say about the yin and the yang, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, of course. You know, you got to have, you know, the, the, that there's a reason why people say like, oh, who wears the pants in the relationship? Even though that does sound very like sexist or, sexist or mm. whatever. But why, does, why does it have to be pants? Why can't it be a dress? Well, it could be a dress. <laughs> God dang. Who wears the dress in the relationship? <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, who wears the dress in your relationship? I don't, well, I ain't got no relationship <laughs> to be wearing no dresses in. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, but I do think that there is something to say about you mm-hmm. know differences in you know even just personalities and power structure yeah. and how you deal with you know th- situations, and um, I think it's important to have a balance of you know yeah. maybe different energies or whatever. Definitely. 
But just something weird about someone going to another. I don't want to. It feels a bit like exploitation. Yeah, it it kind of does. Like it does. Because like especially if you're going to a country where you know you know that people are not very well off. Yeah. And they they might be wanting to have you know a better life yeah. for you know their family or whatever. And you're just kind of going there and like you know like it's do you actually think like are they actually falling in love? Exactly. Well, this is the thing. That's the whole. That's mm-hmm. the fundamental of the question. Is this person actually in love with this mm-hmm. person? And like with the whole Ed and Rosalie relationship, like I, I don't know them. I can't speak on their behalf. But like, was that was that a relationship based on love, or was it a television show called Ninety Day Fiance? Exactly. Oh God, we'd be burping like hell. Anyways, God damn, we'd be talking. It'd, it'd be this pizza. It'd be this wine. <laughs> it'd be everything. You know? So that was the Ninety Day Fiance talk mm. about exploitative, but, 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 exploitative. I was I was going somewhere with this. You know, I had another. We were talking about. Um, Argentina. Mm. Then we were talking about your Cambodian, Cambodian Cam- story. Cambodian, Cambodian, Cambodian. story. Um, oh God, Argentina though. Oh God, mm. we do need to make a trip there. Well, I went there briefly when I went to uh, Brazil. Oh yeah, because you did the because I you went did the to the Iguazu Falls or Iguazu, something. The Foz de Iguazu, you know, Foz de Iguazu. Foz do Iguazu. I, actually, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but yeah, I went to the Brazil side and yeah. then. Well, I went to the Brazil part of like the city mm. and then they were like, oh, you have to go to the Argentina side. And it's like, you just take a bus there. So I did technically go to Argentina, but so I didn't. You, so you've touched Argentina. <laughs> you just touched it. <laughs> I love how we're just putting Argentina on this pedestal. I know. Um, Yeah. It's just like our experiences and like, well, not our experiences. But, like, but I don't know if I can actually like, they, they are beautiful people. The Because I have actually met quite a few Argentinians. Right. Like just from traveling, like when I was backpacking But I've recently. never become friends. I've never had an friend from Argentina. True, actually. I haven't either. Yeah. Like I've met people from Argentina, mm. but I've never had a friend from Argentina. Mm. So I wouldn't know like, obviously we can't generalize, but. No, of course. Of course. You know. We need to. This is the thing. I, we like, should go to Argentina. I really want to. Oh, God. And live there. Oh shit. oh shit! Oh shit! Maybe this be the full time job. Oh, you know, we do the damn. podcast. You do your little. The problem is Argentina is not even that cheap to live in, is it? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But I do want to. I want to. I just want to go there for a holiday just to see what it's yeah, like. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, go to Buenos Aires and go. Mm-hmm. It's like a big party p- place. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was in Brazil mm-hmm. and I was in Rio for Carnival, and yeah. I'm there was like a big group of like Argentinian guys, and like of course, like most of them were very good looking. Anyway, of course, uh, one of them was like. Uh, talking he was like yeah you know Buenos Aires is the best city ever blah 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 it's like yeah. the party scene I was like damn I gotta go there we gotta go there while we're still kind of young and are we still young though relatively right young and you know I don't get ID'd no more God, damn I don't believe that mm, I don't get ID'd really? no more oh, God damn it's because all the it's because all the liquor stores recognize you by now <laughs> <laughs> that's why you don't get ID'd as long as you don't oh, look God young damn. it's because everyone recognizes you <laughs> It's the hair rose. It's a beacon. Like, yep, she's been in here before. Yeah. Oh my oh, god. So actually, true. speaking of this, so this uh, this is actually quite a funny story. I can't remember if I've said this on the podcast. I know I've told you before, but I remember. So, like, obviously in Calgary, the drinking age is eighteen, and I remember. So I just turned eighteen, and my mom was like, "Oh my god, Daniel, like you can go to the liquor store now. Like, I'm gonna just take you and like get yourself a bottle of wine or something and like whatever." So I was like super excited, like eighteen years old, and so we went to the liquor store and I went to the counter, the cashier. And scanned the wine and said, okay, it's $20 or whatever it was. And then my mom's like to the cashier, well, hang on a second. Are you not going to ID him? Like, <laughs> and, then the, and I literally had never been in this store before in my life. The cashier turns to my mom, like doesn't <laughs> bat an eyelash and says, no, he's a regular in here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, And then your mom freaked out. Yeah. Did it, she freak out? She was pretty mad. What did she say? She was like, what? So she, she like, she was like, oh, okay, they, we, we paid for the wine, and then we left. And I just remember her being like, "What is going on? Like, <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Like, why did he just say you're regular?" Like, Mom? I was like, "I swear, I swear, I've never, I've never." <laughs> but this is the first, literally the first time I've ever been in this liquor store. That is so funny. But like the way the cashier just like so calmly yeah. like did it and was like, "Oh yeah, no, he's." It was re- like so obvious. Like yeah. it was like basically she knows you. Yeah, but it's weird. Like I think that <laughs> this is like a bit. I don't know if I've told you this, but I think that I have a doppelganger in the city. <laughs> because and the only reason is this has happened a few times so i had this incident at the um the liquor store and then later on in life like maybe a few it was like four or five years later um for like a year or two i had so many encounters with WestJet employees so like there's a few times i was flying WestJet, and people would be like oh are you using your buddy pass or whatever i was like <laughs> what are you talking about like it was weird and someone I, that works at WestJet looks like you yeah, basically yeah and then i had another instance when i was at 
West when it used to be, it's not like national kind of club. Yeah. yeah. So it's now national rooftop, but it was West in the past. And I had somebody come up to me and be like, Oh my God, how are you? And I was like, uh, I mean, not to, not to, uh, rain on your parade, Daniel, but mm-hmm. you be a basic looking white boy. A very hot, basic wet boy. Rosie is so mean to me. But you'd be basic as hell. God damn. I don't know. I, I mean, don't. you just be looking like a a good looking white boy. A backstreet boy back in my younger days. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just remember them being like, oh my God, how are you? Like, um, how are things going at WestJet? And oh my, I was that's like, so I was funny. Like, you must look exactly like one of the WestJet employees. Exactly. It was so weird. So I do feel like maybe somewhere in this city, they maybe he's moved. I don't know. But Maybe I have, you've got 15 doppelgangers because there'd be oh some... God base gas looking white boys we'd be running around everywhere mm-hmm. scaring people no, drinking basic. too much <laughs> basic white boys be everywhere oh my that is so funny yeah honestly <laughs> I still he's a regular here oh god and i can't think of anything worse like obviously like you go with your mom or <laughs> yeah. dad to like the liquor store and like it's the first time or whatever and then your parents are like the cashier doing that and I just what did you like, say? I was like, I've never, I was like to my mom, I was like, I've never been that. Well, why, why would the cashier say that then? Oh. I said, I don't know why he said that. Like, fuck. I almost wanted, I almost wanted to go back in there and be like, thanks a lot, man. Like that I just so turned 18. Funny. Oh my God. It was like so bad. I just remember that experience. Just being and like, you oh looked god. young at that oh time Oh my god. Too. So like, like, I know I look, I definitely look my age, but like back then, I remember when I was like 18, 19, 20, I looked, looked young. I had such a baby face. Oh my god. And like, yeah, I was just, oh, God. It's so funny. Yeah. But to be fair, I don't think that they're, like, the best at I Well, I mean, they, I think they've gotten better at IDing and stuff. But I remember when I was... I you mean the liquor stores? No, like, bars and stuff. Right. Because I remember when I was, like, 17. Yeah. I did go to a few places. Oh, like a bar. Yeah. Not, like, a bar bar, but, like, you know, like, a lot of those restaurants would have, like, a bar section. Oh, right, right, right. And had oh, drinks in well, there. See, it's funny because I remember when I was um, in, like, high school, like, the last year of high school. Yeah. I was old. I'm older than all my friends because mm. I moved here when I was in grade two or like when I was eight. Yeah. And my parents put me like a grade lower so I okay. could like catch up and stuff. Yeah. Not necessary, by the way. Okay. Yeah. But anyway. Rose, Rose, be smart. Rose be smart as hell. I always, t- I always tell her <laughs> that she's not just a ridiculously gorgeous face. You know, <laughs> she got brains too. Oh God damn! For those, for the, the for the nine percent of men that are watching this <laughs> channel. <laughs> I be, I pay you later. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Dan will be my PR person. God damn. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I so I was held up, uh, held back a grade, yeah. I guess you could say. So I went into grade two when I w- could have gone into grade three. Yeah. So all my friends are like a year younger than me, and I remember in high school. So I turned eighteen <laughs> in high school before everyone else. Yeah. So I turned eighteen in October, and then there was still like you know months of high school left, and so I could go to the bar. But a lot of my friends could not go. Uh, so a lot of my friends had uh, one of my friends had a fake ID. Yeah. Well, so, some of my friends had fake IDs. And I remember one of them. You, I don't think she had at this time. Maybe she didn't have a fake ID, but she had someone else's ID. Mm. That kind. She was like another like Asian her girl. Yeah. Or like it wasn't yeah. her sister, but it was like another girl that kind of looked like her, but like not really. Yeah. And like, you know, she would get into some places with this. But I remember we went to Boston Pizza one time and yeah. Boston Pizza has like one section that's like the restaurant yeah. that like anyone can go to. Yeah. And then there's another section that's like the, the lounge. lounge. Yeah. So then I went in, you know, obviously I have my ID and yeah. I'm 18. I showed my ID and then uh, my friend shows her ID, mm. which is not her ID. It's like someone else's ID. And then the server is just like, looks at it and she goes, this isn't you. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the most awkward moment. I and imagine. I was just like, I was mortified myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, my friend was like it is me it's mm. like this is me and she's like i know that this isn't you so i'm gonna walk away and you guys better leave now oh my god <laughs> it was it was serious and we're like oh god let's go yeah. and then another time this this story is funny so one time i was again i was 18 and then my friend was like 17 and we were trying to get into this club i don't would never remember the name of this club yeah. anyways i remember i was like dating some guy at this time and I went with my friend and like maybe a bunch of her friends. I can't remember. But I remember I was with my friend and I was with the guy that I was dating. And the guy that I was like dating at this time was like a couple years older than me. Maybe yeah. he was like 20 something. Yeah. Anyways, we were trying to get into this club. And I remember the, uh, you know, obviously the bouncers checking ID, mm. you know, at the front door. And 
she had her older sister's ID. Okay. Uh, and they look quite similar. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She had her older sister's ID. And then the bouncer looks at it and goes, I know this is not you. And then, of course, again, she's like, you know, trying to be yeah, like, no, like, yeah, it, is yeah, me. it is me. It's me. Yeah. And then he's like, I know it's not you. And then I can't remember exactly what happened. Was her sister there? She was there. <laughs> I remember you telling yes, me this story. Her sister was actually in the club at oh, that time. Yeah. So then we had to bribe the bouncer. I remember she had to bribe the bouncer oh, and like God. give him money yeah. to get in. And I remember the guy that I was like seeing at the time was like mortified. Yeah. He was like, fuck my life. Yeah, yeah. He's like, why am I dating this like child? <laughs> You know, the funny thing is, though, like, looking back, I'm yeah. like, it's so funny because, like, I also, like, when I was, like, 17, I didn't get a fake ID or anything, but, like, I did try to go into a few pubs and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, okay, what is the rush? Do you know what I mean? Like, right. you know what? We turned 18 and then it opened up to us and we can yeah. do whatever. So I just don't, st- like, I get it more in the States because you have to wait till 21. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. You're, like, in university in the States and you can't go to the bars. It's ridiculous. It, you, can't even, you, you can vote, but you can't go to the bars. You can vote for the future of your country. You can buy yeah. a gun. Exactly. Before you, the age of you can drink a beer. Like, exactly. what? It's so. And I feel like it's so counterproductive because mm-hmm. again because of the fact that you know it's illegal you almost want to do it more right mm-hmm. but this is the thing this is quite interesting because they um I, and I, I could be like off base a little bit right. but i do feel like you know for countries like in europe and stuff like italy and spain they don't care they don't care so much and they start drinking like a little bit younger and you know but it's not there's not as big of like it's not as highly regulated, I feel like, there. Like, yeah, whereas it's here, not. it's, like, super highly regulated. And actually, where are all the binge drinkers? They're, like, Canadians, yeah. Australians, yep. British, and the U.S. Yeah. Like, we're, the, we're like, notoriously yeah. known. Maybe not Canada as much, but we but definitely can- have. Yeah, yeah, Canada for sure has exactly. a problem as well. And a part of it is, like, there's been this, like, whole stigma created about it. This, like, whole, like, super strict, like, yeah. you know. But it's, like, so... <laughs> Pardon me, goddamn. As I'm like drinking yeah. my wine here, yeah, you know? it's so unnecessary, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, it's almost like again, if you tell kids that oh, you can't drink until you're eighteen, they want to do it. It's like as soon as they can drink, first of all, they're gonna go crazy, yeah. and even before they can drink, they're gonna want to drink. Exactly. And it's like, is it really that big of a deal? Like, I get it, but at the same time, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. I think there should be. I think there's something to say about allowing your kids to like you know, have a beer. Like for example, it's like if I had kids, I don't know. If, mm. I mean, I think it's allowed if you have your own kids and well, you let them have a beer in your home. Yeah. This is the thing. But I think that is allowed. Like you're allowed to like, it should know, be allowed. Yeah. Like, um, cause like also like, yeah, let's say you're having a nice dinner and you want to have like, you want to share a bottle of wine with mm-hmm. the family and your kids like 14, 15 is like, okay, yeah, you know, and they'll get accustomed to it. And then exactly. they'll learn. The thing is like when you're 18, like I, you and I both, like, we did not know how to control oh our alcohol. I mean, we're bad now, but we were yeah. worse then. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, it was bad. Like, I actually did not know how to know when I was drunk enough or, yeah. you know, whatever. We were wait because I, I know I'm still yeah. kind of, I'm not. You, you're you definitely still like But I'm that. not as, but I was nowhere near as oh, bad as when I was 18, 19. When I was that young, I hope you're honestly, not that oh, bad. God. <laughs> and I look, I look back to our uni days and I'm just like, like, I had a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like from the died, par- God oh damn. God, all the parties and all the drinking, I'm just like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah, like seriously. You know? But you know, it's all part of it's <gasps> all part of We laugh. still be alcoholic as hell. Well, um, no, we're drinking response. We're sharing mm-hmm. a nice classy bottle of wine after mm-hmm. some pizza. And then we're going to have some more vodka after. Okay. Oh, <laughs> um, um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I, I like the European culture of like, yeah. Just kind of, you know, being a little bit nonchalant about it, not making a big deal. And this is the thing that I'm going to really miss, especially living in Spain. Yeah. Like one of the things I loved in Spain is like, and I, I just feel like Canada, like it just doesn't, and even the UK had it slightly, but just nowhere near this like sense of like these communal spaces and communal, like, like where they'd have like obviously like restaurants and bars and everything in like this, a big square yeah. and there'd be lots of seats everywhere and people just like hanging out. Yeah. Like you'd have like the grandparents down there, everyone would be in this plaza and it's just so nice. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I was living in a small city in Spain. Like it was smaller than Calgary and yet the city, the, the main area of the city where I was living, it had so much life. You know what right. I mean? You know, sometimes you walk around in Calgary and the, some of the streets are barren, you know, like where is yeah. everyone? And it's a big city. Whereas there it was like so vibrant and there's always like right. someone sitting there at the cafe outside having a coffee and there's people there and I know. you know, I love, I love that. Like that's, that is the one really hard thing about like coming back here. It's like, you were literally back for like a week, but okay. No, I know. But I'm, I'm how, make, you, how you gonna survive? I'm gonna make my own communities, you know, how, gonna, where are you gonna make the communities in my back garden? <laughs> in your back garden. No, but like one of the, I things, know that is definitely one thing that, yeah. Mm, but even Eva, okay. So 
I've only been back for a week or uh, out of quarantine for a week. And I feel like I've already discovered some places in Calgary that I didn't even know existed. Mm -hmm. So one of my friends took me for like, we went for a walk on one of the days. It was really beautiful. And it was in this park in the Northwest called Beaumont Beaumont Park. Yes. I think I've been there. Yeah. I've never been there before. Beaumont. Yes. Beaumont is really nice. It's so beautiful. Yeah. And I was like, I've never been here before in my life. So there's a lot of nice parks. The yeah. one thing good about here is that the nature is unbeatable. Mm. It is so nice. Like oh, 100%. It, there's so many places to walk. There's yeah. so many amazing, beautiful locations. Mm. And even just like with, cause like we've been here for a very long time. Like yeah. my family has been here for over 20 years. Yeah. And, uh, because like Nari likes like my dog, <laughs> Nari yeah. likes to like walk and she loves exploring and she's like, I don't know. She has like endless energy. Yeah. So my parents like take her to like different places mm. and sh- they'll walk in Nose Hill. Like Nose Hill, Nose Hill is like this giant park. Yeah. Huge. It's like the big, I think it's like the fourth largest or some kind, like a very large park. Yeah, it's a huge, it's the biggest in the city. Oh, it's for sure the biggest in the city. I think yeah. it's the fourth largest maybe in like Canada or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like yeah. it's insane. It's huge. Mm. And so you can like walk there with your dog, like mm. off leash and it's awesome. And then yeah. there's like all these different parks with like, and I didn't even know existed either. Yeah. Like I went there and I'm like, damn, I didn't even know this was a thing. This is the thing. No, speaking of Nose Hill, I also didn't realize. Well, I, I knew already. My parents live like quite close. Yeah. But I was just like went for a walk on my very first day out of quarantine. I was like, I'm going to go for a little walk. It's so nice. And it's like a 10 minute walk and I'm in Nose Hill. And it's endless. And it's like, yeah. You could walk for hours. Exactly. Like you could literally walk for like I walked up the hill hours. and yeah. I like saw a good view of the city. And I was like. Did you see any animals there? Uh, No. You know, there's deer. There's coyotes. There's a porcupines. This is porcupine. We saw a porcupine. Oh, oh my god! One time we That'd were walking because like there's so no sales kind of like open field. Yeah. But there are parts where it's like a forest. Yeah. So there's like trees and stuff. In like a shrubbery parts. almost. Yeah. yeah. So like because like it's off leash, we're just like walking, and then one time I was like there with my parents, and we walked through this like forest tree area, and. I remember because Nari's off leash and all of a sudden she just like starts sniffing and she starts like really focusing on this like one area and we're like, what's going on? Right. Yeah. And then we realize there's like, cause we're trying to get her to come over, yeah. but she's not coming. She's not listening at this yeah. point. And we realized there was a porcupine there oh and we freaked <laughs> oh out. God. We're like, Oh my God. Yeah. And then I don't know what we did, but basically we like somehow got her on the leash because yeah. we like got close and we got her on the leash. Mm. And then the porcupine like, um, walked up the tree and like this thing was huge, man. It was like oh it's my, pretty they're big. big. They're yeah. big. So I had a really funny story. So because because we live right really close to Nose Hill. Yeah. And like from my parents' house, like just behind my parents' house is like this place called Eggert's Park. Okay. Which is like a little almost like a walkway that goes straight to Nose Hill. It's like a oh, par- it's so nice. a park within a park. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you can walk through Eggert's Park straight into Nose Hill. Yeah. And it's like a ten minute walk. So it's super close. Yeah. So we get a lot of animals actually. In oh our god. Area. So basically, um, yeah. So my so my dad he was like sitting on the the front deck. And you can't really see somebody walking from the side of our house just the way that it is. And he's just sitting there having his coffee, just chilling. It was in the morning, like six in the morning or something. And all of a sudden, a porcupine just like walked oh right in front of it or in front of him, in front of our house. <laughs> and my dad was like, because <laughs> it was so early as well. He's yeah. like, oh my God. He's like barely awake. Yeah. So we had that happen. That is so funny. Yeah. And then there was another time. And I think it was my, it was, I think it was my dad again. Cause he likes to have his coffee in the front yeah. of the house. Oh yeah. And there were skunks. Oh shit. We had a couple skunks like run by my dad. I was like, freak oh my the fuck God. Out. So now he started, I think he started having his coffee on top of the deck now <laughs> instead of on the <laughs> stairs because of all of these like wild. Like, oh my God. And this happened to one of my friends too. Like she had a house uh, where she was renting a place close by where, right. where I live with my parents. And cause I think a lot of animals, they'll come from Nose Hill and somehow find their okay, way down there. Yeah. 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 And she was out in her, she went out into her backyard to have like a smoke or something. Yeah. And as she's like there, it's like in the morning or something. And all of a sudden, maybe night, morning or night, I can't remember. She couldn't see that well. And there was a skunk right there. And she's oh like, my oh. she like backed up slowly. I didn't slowly. know there were so many skunks. Yeah. She's like backed up slowly, opened her door and like closed it. I was like, oh God. Oh you, don't God. Wanna, you don't get sprayed. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Do they spray when they're scared? Yeah. So basically I think it's more of like a, yeah, it's a scare kind of like, as long as you leave them alone, I think they'll just like do their own right. thing. But if you startle them yeah. and you jump them. They get really, really freaked out, and it's like a d- defense mechanism, right, right, right. Where they'll spray you this right, horrible thing. Right, so that you sting. go away. Yeah. yeah, that's why a lot of dogs get sprayed. Oh, because dogs are crazy, and they'll, they'll just they'll, go up to exactly. Them. They'll okay. like freak them out, and then they're like, "No!" And then oh, I think Nari got sprayed with a skunk once. Well, really? I don't know because my parents. I remember. Oh, you would know because the smell. Yeah, because my parents basically one time I went over, and they said that uh, my mom was like, "Yeah, yesterday Nari for some reason." Mm. 
stank so bad yeah. and she's like i can't explain what it was yeah so we had to give her a bath because she stank so bad and yeah. i was like it must have been a, st- a skunk because Maybe that makes no sense otherwise that's true yeah like why she... like she would be dirty otherwise right if yeah, she yeah, rolled yeah. around in something but yeah. she was like not dirty yeah i was like it must have been a skunk but i heard it's hard to get the leash. smell smell out though too i mean maybe it wasn't a skunk but i thought uh, my guess yeah. was that it was a skunk well last time i went for a walk with nari there was a there was a goddamn snake <laughs> you're kidding i'm not kidding. I, we oh were walking God. me and my mom were walking so there's this like dog park area yeah where there's this like off-leash dog park that's fenced in and then mm. you go like there's like a trail outside of it yeah so we usually go to the dog park let her run around for a bit and then there's like a like a trail that we could walk and then there's like okay. a little swamp I, I don't know if it's a swamp but there's like yeah. some water and stuff and then you can also take your dog off leash in certain areas in there yeah it's a really nice area maybe it's like it's not it's next to bonus do you know so, oh, I'm, I'm thinking it's Edworthy Park. No, it's not Edworthy Park. Okay. It's definitely not. Anyway, okay. but either way. Oh, no, that's Beaumont. That's the one with the Ma- swamp yeah, maybe, and stuff. Oh, yeah, maybe. We went to is. the same yeah. place, maybe. And they have like a, a big area of water where there's like this big ring of like yeah, a maybe. circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, something like that. Maybe we're like in this. the same park. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, in that area, like because I guess there's some water and then yeah. we we're walking and all of a sudden, I didn't, I don't notice anything ever. Yeah. And, then, and then my mom, my mom's like, Rah! <laughs> she like screamed and I was like, what? And yeah. then I was like, I saw like a little snake like. Oh God dang! Yeah, I didn't even know that we had snakes in this city. No, like there, I, I, I'm, I'm sure. I didn't know we had a few, but. God damn, we got we got some wildlife over here. We got some we got wildlife uh-huh. coming out the yin yang. We got we got tons of rabbits around my neighborhood, we my parents' wa- neighborhood. Mm. Rabbits everywhere. Yeah, we have rabbits. And Nari, too. every time she sees a rabbit, tries to chase them. Oh God. I'm like, girl, you've never chased one. You've never actually caught one. Stop. Yeah. What are you doing? You know that's not going to happen. But like, she freaks out when yeah. she sees a goddamn rabbit. More than usual. More than her usual. Yes. Like, she's already freaking out op- yeah. about random shit. Mm. But when she sees a rabbit, it's like she thinks she's going to chase them down. But this is this for me, like I'm, I'm excited about being back in Calgary mm-hmm. and exploring these parks. And mm-hmm. this is what I want to do while I'm here is do more of this kind of stuff. You yes. know, like we should go, go camping, to, yeah, <gasps> I go, camping. Go, go to we're, we're like literally you can see the mountains on a yeah. good day from Rose's apartment. So, it's so nice. Yeah. Like this is the stuff like, yes, I, we don't have the plazas and the things that I'm going to miss in Europe. Mm-hmm. But we have other stuff that while I'm he- especially while I'm here. I need what to do you make mean while you're here? Well, while I'm still on this planet living in Calgary, you know, God damn. I think Daniel's thinking about leaving again. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm going to be here for a while. I'm planning to settle down here. Mm, Maybe have you? some little Daniels running around. You oh, know? I want some little Daniels running around. They'd be cute as hell. They'd be cute as hell. I was hell. a cute baby, believe it or not. I believe I, it. <laughs> I had them real chubby cheeks. I was like. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Like super. Daniel, like, you, have the, you have the red cheeks too. I know. Mm-hmm. I've always, someone asked me, I, I was telling you about yeah. how like, I, I used to get asked, like I worked at this, I worked at a restaurant when I was um, going through uni and stuff and I'd always get asked, oh, like <laughs> not always, but quite a few times, like, oh, are you wearing makeup? <laughs> like, no, my cheeks are just always red. <laughs> like, leave me alone. No, but I do remember when you were, I think you, when you were in university, your cheeks were extra red. Like mm. they were not, uh, like they're less red now. I They've think. calmed down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but like in university, you definitely had like redder cheeks. But also, also in the winter, I think it gets worse because it's oh. cold. So wait till the winter comes around, <laughs> so and you're gonna cute. you're gonna you're gonna see rosy cheeks like crazy. Oh. But I heard it's like actually like a it's a, it's a skin, not skin condition, but it's like um it means like the 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 capillaries to the surface of my skin mm. are like burst. Oh, or something. I got. I don't actually know. Is it the same as like rosacea? Yes, that's rosacea. Is it rosacea? Yeah, it's rosacea because your cheeks oh. are just always red, and then obviously like now it's getting even redder because I'm right. getting a lot of like blood flow to this area. <laughs> That's why I was saying. It's funny because I'm Asian and a lot of Asians get the Asian glow. Yeah. And I actually don't get, do I look red? No, you never. Yeah, I don't get red. I don't think I've ever, like, I don't think I've ever. Sometimes, there has been like one time where I was like, holy, I kind of look red. Yeah. But other than that, I don't really get red, which is funny because Daniel always gets red. I always get red, like super, super red. And I'm like, oh God. So you always know, like, especially if I'm at a house party or something or out. People are like, oh, Daniel's, Daniel's... Daniel's been having a few drinks. Daniel's drunk. He's maybe <laughs> gotten a red neck, red cheeks, But you know, some face. people some people get red um, after like one sip. Yeah, like true, true, true. And well, I know that like I got my mom's gene and that my mom doesn't get red when she drinks, mm. whereas my dad gets red when really? he drinks. And I did not get that gene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, I got uh, one good gene passed down from my parents. <laughs> I always no, joke around. I'm like, I'm like, I only get the bad stuff from you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 
Um, but what I was going to say, so I think some morals that we've not morals, some things that we've discovered from this podcast is we, we need to take a trip to Argentina. Okay. <laughs> okay. That There's a few trips that we need to do. We are like talking about all these trips, like when the lockdown was like, when it was over. So oh my God. some little ones that I want to do, but yeah. I want to do some like vegan food tours of Canada. Yes. So like go to Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal okay. and cool. do like little, little weekend getaways. But the big ones that I want to do, so there's a couple. So there's there was three. I can't remember what my third country was. Two of them were aligned with use, and one of them like what? So the one of them was Argentina. Uh huh. The other one was Korea. Oh goddamn! And then I can't remember the other one. Maybe Japan. <laughs> I I'd, be, I'd be down for Japan. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. You'd be a carnivorous woman <laughs> in Japan. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we're going to hopefully in the new year, yeah. um, once I'm employed, uh, we'll do some trips. Oh, God. I'll be excited dang. to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did want to ask, though, yeah. as we were talking about, um, you know, the direction of this podcast. Oh, yeah. So I wanted to know, because like, we feel like, Daniel and I, we feel mm-hmm. like maybe we need more of a niche yeah. and a specific kind of category of which our podcast belongs because mm. obviously we just kind of talk about random shit right that's true yeah and like that's fantastic but mm. also from a business standpoint and from a standpoint of wanting to grow as a podcast exactly it might not be the smartest idea to be all nope. over the place exactly so we want to know what you guys think mm. is our kind of strength in yeah. what we talk about what are like yeah like if you if you like yeah what are some of like the kind of more niche episodes or topics that you guys really really enjoy that we talk about that we could potentially like fo- yeah. more focus on more i mean cuz obviously right now it's it has been very current events what's been going on you know that kind of stuff also our life updates mm-hmm. everything else but yeah we want to know from you guys as well what what direction would you like to see this podcast go? Yeah. You know, like where, where do you see us if you were to categorize us or if you would yeah. like to categorize us in a certain way? Mm. Where would you categorize us at, yeah. or what would you categorize us as? Yeah. I kind of, I'm leaning toward, I like this concept of like modern topics, current events. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, but yeah. also, I don't know if that's even niche, you know? Well, <sighs> it's not really because we're not reporting on the news. No, no, we're, we're just commenting on it. Yeah, but we could be social commentators. Yeah. This is the thing. So, like for example, I know just <laughs> oh, from I like that social commentators. Social comment exactly. I also like the idea though, and I, I don't know if we'd be yeah. able to. I think there's already a lot of podcasts. There's probably a lot of, but I also like talking about dating as well because it's just so funny. <laughs> but then I don't know if it would be like a good thing to have the whole podcast about dating. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think I could do unless we want to talk about our own dating lives, which I don't think we want to get into that much detail. No. No. <laughs> no. So some stuff we like to keep a yeah, little bit exactly. private. Sorry, and, guys. And I don't want to talk about like if I go on dates, I don't want to talk about that. I no, think no, that's, exactly. You no, know, that's a, bit, it's a privacy yeah, issue. No, no, that's true. And uh, but yeah, you know, like modern social commentary. I like yeah. that. But okay. also, is that even niche? And I was thinking maybe like, you know, 30 something like something about being in your like 30 yeah. is the new 20 type of concept. Laugh in your 30s. Mm-hmm. God damn, I don't feel like I'm in my 30s. I know me neither. This is the thing. We like mm-hmm. we're so we're now cracked into the 30s. God damn, we're like not even we can't even pretend to be in our 20s anymore. I, know. <laughs> well, I, I could I I stopped getting away with that two years ago. Oh, okay. You know, when I turned 30, people knew I was 30, okay? Um okay, let's we're gonna brainstorm as well. We're though. gonna brainstorm, yeah. but let us know, guys, yeah. what you think. We really appreciate all the feedback mm-hmm. and all the comments that we get from you guys. And yeah, we've also recently had some really nice emails. So yeah, we're really we enjoying it what we're doing yeah. and we want to see it, you know, expanded to exactly. more people. We want it. We want to grow yeah. and flourish. Right. Exactly. So we want to kind of figure out where we fit yeah. in this podcast yeah. world. Exactly. Exactly. Anyways, guys. Okay. We will let you go as yeah. we finish our, uh, wine. <laughs> and then maybe, and then maybe head out for a few more drinks. Oh, God, oh, God damn, th- Daniel, you'd be crazy as hell. Okay, maybe not. I don't know. God damn. We'll see. Okay. Well, <laughs> thank you. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Savage Podcast. Um, if you aren't already, subscribe to us on YouTube at the Savage Podcast, um, or follow us follow us on Instagram as well. Um, Support us on Patreon yeah. if you can. Yeah, if you can. And on Patreon, we do have you get every episode a week early. Um, also, we have some exclusive uh, Patreon exclusive uh, exclusive Patreon exclusive episodes so we do that once a month we do a patreon episode a bonus episode yeah, a bonus so one. Yeah. y'all don't want to miss that because exactly. we get a little more a little bit more personal over yeah, that year usually that they I mean sometimes that's after two bottles of wine oh you god know? <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thank you so much thank you so much i love you bye, bye. bye.